AviationPros.com is the portal website for AMT, airport business, and ground support worldwide magazines. Visit daily for breaking news, industry blogs, and insightful articles from our magazine's editorial team. And don't forget to sign up for our publication's daily e-newsletters. It's all at AviationPros.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Aviation Pros Podcast. I'm Joe Petrie, Editorial Director for the Endeavor Aviation Group. Houston's Hobby Airport is an incredible success story in North America. From starting as Houston's primary commercial airport, to losing commercial service, then gaining it back, growing it, and even gaining international service in the past decade. It has also expanded and even become the first airport in North America named a five-star airport by Skytrax. Now Houston is investing another $470 million into Hobby to add more gates, modernize the baggage experience, and serve increased demand for service, which will have a tremendous impact on the overall air system. I was able to sit down with Houston Airport System Chief Operating Officer Jim Sesniak at the 2023 ACINA Annual Conference in Long Beach, where he shared details on the project and why leaders are making these investments now. So today we're just talking a little bit about Houston Hobby and the, the growth that you're seeing there and the expansion that's about to undertake. Tell me about this. I mean, why is it in need of this expansion project now? Yeah, so the, the airport itself has been, um, you know, again, the, if you look at Houston, the joke about it is Houston's only about an hour from Houston. Um, so it's a really big metropolitan region. Mm-hmm. And so we've got Hobby down on the south side of the, air, uh, the, 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 the city, um, and you got Bush on the north. And so, you know, there's this natural market there um, that Hobby attracts. Um, and so with the growth in Houston, we're anticipating that we're going to need more um, capacity. And so if we look at what we what we've done there historically it's um you know about 2013 is when we started with the west concourse expansion so that was kind of the first new phase um and that took us until 2015 when we opened but now here we are a decade later and and, and, you know that original expansion was only five gates Mm -hmm. and so now we're going to be adding um you know our new concourse on there because of the fact that we're trying to meet that that growth um so it's a seven gate expansion um six of them are going to be preferentially at least two uh, southwest, and then we've we as the city are going to keep one city gate. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me a little bit about what's driving this demand at that airport? So um, you know you've got um, you've got the growth in Houston. So out of the the five you know kind of main metropolitan um, you know mega cities in the United States, uh, Houston is one of the two that are really growing, um, and so we're seeing that growth from a population perspective. If we look at our TAF and our forecasts, you know, again, we are seeing that growth. Um, and, and, and it's really that attractiveness of the Houston market. Because, um, again, we've got a lot of business there, climate. There's a lot of people moving in there. A lot of businesses moving in there. And it's a good, you know, transfer point for, for where we've got these markets now, um, where you've got a lot of people moving to the south. So that, that, that move, um, you know, makes it a pretty good connecting point, too. So this expansion, what are some of the key components to it? And tell me a little bit of thought as to why these were being added to uh, help with operations there. Yeah, so we did, um, so, so, you know, kind of key things obviously are the basics of the gates, right? So we're putting in those extra gates, including uh, one additional international so that we can continue to grow the international capacity out of there. Uh, but then other things that were, were uh, included in this project are the um, baggage system. 
So we're going to you know completely redesign the baggage system. So on behind the you know behind the wall, um, they're going to redo all the bags um, you know uh, uh, drop off locations so we can get more capacity there. So that you know it's in, it's in a you know shoehorned into the bottom of the terminal. And so from a tug traffic perspective, uh, we're going to be putting additional belts in there so that they'd be able to you know kind of discharge their baggage. Uh, quicker, and so we end up with bottlenecks underneath the terminal. And then also from a front of the house side of the, um, we get the new baggage carousel zone there. So we're going to do expand the baggage carousel hall. With that, we're going to actually do an improvement to that. So it's a traditional, you know, uh, baggage hall, which means it's in the bottom of the terminal and it's dark and dingy. And so we are actually going to be taking off um, part of the, the roof, uh, the roadway above it, and putting in some skylights. Um, so then that way we get some natural light down there. So that's going to be a huge improvement. Um, also going to do a um, canopy uh, that walks over. So we've got the garage is directly across the roadway from, from the terminal. And so we've got, uh, you know, people, customers can go down and, and walk co uh, covered. But there's that natural, um, you know, kind of at grade where you can come out more that's not covered right now. So we'll add a canopy over that so people can walk um, from the garage to the terminal. So I know Southwest is a big carrier at that airport. Is this going to be primarily Southwest Gates or is this going to be open to all the airlines? Yeah, so it's a primarily a Southwest driven project. Um, but again, the city is getting a, you know, we're getting one gate out of it. And so that does have that benefit for us to be able to, you know, can, can make sure that the market remains competitive down there because we'll have that, you know, common use gate that we can use. Um, and then again, those, you know, the, the skylights and the, and the canopy are, are more of a customer service amenity that we, you know, want to, to add to the project. So that was something that the city decided that, or the airport decided, basically, it's like, if we're going to do a big project, well, let's, you know, fix some of the shortcomings that we've got there. Because mm -hmm. remember, Hobby is the only five-star rated um, airport in North America, you know, from Skytrax. And so we want to make sure that, you know, we keep it five stars. And, and, and that's, you know, it's a little bit of a challenge because of the fact that, you know, once you get to five stars, you're not competing with the rest of the airports. You're competing with the rest of the five-star airports. And so we've always got to be, you know, kind of on, on our game. Mm -hmm. Now, you guys just announced this. What's the timeline? When are we going to see shovels in the ground, and when is it anticipated to wrap up? Yeah, so we're looking right now to get the environmental done. Um, we've secured our financing, and so we're getting ready to probably, within a year, we would be uh, in the ground, um, you know, doing construction. We estimate it's probably going to take roughly two years to, to construct. And you mentioned the financing. You just originally, the city just approved financing for this. Is there going to be additional financing down the road you anticipate? Yeah, I know. So we've got our, um, uh, we've, we've, we've got the, the, the pretty much find out, we finance out. Um, we might have some tranches there um, from a debt perspective, but uh, no, we're, we're, we've got our approval from the city to, to you know, go forward with the project. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned a lot of the demand that's there. Was there any particular factors or things you saw as far as operationally that decided now is the time we really got to do this? Yeah, I mean, it, again, it's one of those things that, um, you know, when we look at the forecast, um, we, we want to be ahead of it. We don't want to be behind it because there's a lot of, you know, we, we, we've all been in airports that are behind their forecasts. Um, and the customer experience in there is not good uh, because of the fact that it's just too much too much baloney, you know, stuffed into that bag, mm -hmm. and um, we we, we, wanted, we wanted to avoid that. So when we looked at, you know, again, look at the forecast that we had, you know, obviously consultation with our airline partner who drives that traffic. Um, you know, we look at the economics of the city and where we're seeing population growth and the economic growth in there. It's just at all all those pieces came together to line up to say it's it's time to do this and, and it's worthwhile to to make that investment now. So that again, we're we're in front of the power curve and not behind it. Mm -hmm. Now, you mentioned the five-star rating for the airport, which is an amazing thing to have. 
how do you expect to have this additional uh, facility able to in to increase the uh, passenger experience even further? Yeah, so when we look at it from a design standpoint, you know, you, you, you want to make sure you've got the, the high quality finishes and a lot of natural light in there and some good architecture. And then also, you know, the, the Houston Airport system was rated by Skytrax as the best art program um, in, in, in the world. And so we want to make sure we've got a really strong art component in there because of the fact that that really kind of adds to the ambiance. Um, and so, you know, th those are the kind of things that we're, we're trying to do from a customer service perspective. And then that baggage hall, uh, if you look at that, you know, we, we want to make sure that it functions efficiently, right? So that you can get your bags quickly, because that's obviously, you know, uh, I think we've all been in airports before where you don't get your bags quickly. Um, and that is a, a source of frustration. So we want to make sure that you get the bags quickly. Um, and then the, the environment you're in with that natural lighting coming in now, it's going to be uh, much better um, than the, the old dark, dingy basement kind of feel. Hobbies come a long way from just not that long ago, not having commercial flights all the way up to the double expansion now. How do you see this airport transforming its role and how it serves the community with this kind of expansion? Yeah, so again, I think we're going to be looking at um, some, some, you know, again, more destinations. Um, you know, again, we're serving roughly around 83 destinations right now out of Hobby. And so trying to expand that so that we can get a better uh, route map out of, out of Hobby. Um, Again, having that ability with the city gate to track some additional um, some additional traffic in, uh, from a carrier perspective down there to make sure that we have a nice competitive market, um, you know, that will be a, a, an added benefit for it. Um, and, and those are the you know kind of key points that we're working on for that. And my last question for you: Obviously, you got one spot to go on this expansion right now. You see where it is. But how do you see this airport transforming in the coming years as an entire facility? Um, so, you know, again, it's, we're, we're kind of relatively new to the international game. Um, so we didn't start international service there until 2015. And so I think we'll see some growth there, um, particularly now with the uh, Mexicans being off the, uh, the naughty list. Uh, they got their, 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 uh, their level one back. Um, so I think we would see a future expansion into the uh, Caribbean and into the Mexican markets um, from Hobby. You know, again, I think the other thing that you're going to see there is, is that, you know, we're in the process of doing a master plan right now as we do our master plan. We do have some old legacy facilities there, and I think you'll see some changes there um, as it's upgraded for more business travel uh, with the uh, BizJet traffic. Mm -hmm. um, so we've got some, again, some legacy hangars there. I think we'll probably create some additional hangar space um, so that we get, uh, you know, have the ability to handle BizJet traffic more uh, uh, frequently and, and more efficiently because um, there's, again, high demand with the corporate growth in Houston to be able to have that BizJet um, traffic handled uh, successfully there. Um, I think other things that you're going to see um, from a sustainability standpoint, um, we're going to, we, we currently have a one so, uh, megawatt solar farm on top of the, the garage, um, and we have the ability to expand that. Um, the, the whole airport itself runs on roughly five to six megawatts. And so we do have the ability um, and the space to be able to take that all the way up to a six megawatt uh, solar installation. So we'd be able to power the entire airport, um, you know, on site with the solar. Thanks again for listening to today's podcast. If you're an airport business leader looking for more best practices on how to tackle your own improvements, make sure to subscribe to the Airport Business Magazine, the Airport Business Daily Newsletter, and check out AviationPros.com, the official website of Airport Business. I'm Joe Petrie. We'll catch you next time.